Hello, 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 and how are you doing on today? I pray that all is well with your family. So I am continuing our series about healing your past requires love. And today we are going to take a look at healing from the pain of regret. Have you ever regretted something? Something that you did, something you said, or something that has happened to you? Have you? Mm, all right, here we go. Healing from the pain of regret. What is regret? It means feeling sad or disappointed over something that has happened or was done. Being regretful is usually not the same as being repentant because the word repent means to turn away from. Most of us really don't mean it when we say we repent of a thing because we have no plans of turning away from it. Is that you? It's really just regret. We allow that thing to haunt us we allow the situation to freeze us or paralyze us, but we really have it turned away from it. My God, my God, are you dealing with regret on today? If that is you, it is time to repent from regret. You have not turned away from the past thing that has caused you harm. Jesus, when we're dealing with regret, we have a feeling of deep sorrow, deep disappointment concerning something that has happened to us or something that someone has done. You can even slip into a depression because of regret. It could be a loss or even a missed opportunity. A lot of us are living in places of regret because of something we either missed out on or something that we have not done or something that has happened to us. There is a lot of pain concerning missed opportunities, wrong decisions, wrong relationships, and wrong friendships that we step into that are rooted in regret. One of the things about the trauma of the past is that the enemy uses it as one of his main tools. The devil, Satan, the enemy, uses regret as one of his main tools against you. The enemy lives in the past and godly lives lives in the future. The reason the enemy lives in our past is because he can only rehash what we give him. He does not have any ammo or anything else to use against us. He is waiting always, observing and looking at our past to find something to use against us. He cannot live in the future because he's not omniscient or all-knowing God. He just looks for clues. So the enemy, he is just watching and waiting and looking. He keeps bringing up the past. While you're rehashing it, 
He's right there on your shoulder cheering you on about that regret. He can only live in the places we allow him. He can only play on what he has already seen and the things that he has heard. The enemy really does not have a lot of access to our future because that is not his domain. Everything that he knows about who we are going to become and what's going to happen in our lives, he has to wait to hear and see. He doesn't know how things will take place in our lives. The enemy studies our patterns, our lifestyle. Because he does not have access to our future, he looks for cycles and patterns in our lives. He looks at our family line, the bloodline, our mindsets, our histories, and the decisions that we make. The enemy is watching you. Those cycles. Have you ever gotten yourself out of something and you're back in it? Got back in it, gotten out of it? He's watching you and waiting for every opportunity. The cycles and patterns. Bad decisions are made by us. And if we have not healed from them, we will continue to make the same bad decisions because we are opening, operating from previous experiences. You should have done this. Have you ever said it to yourself? You should not have done that. Why did you do that? You should have done this. You could have, but you didn't. God is calling us into a place of possibilities, not the place of could have or should have. It's the place of what will take place and what God will do. The enemy realizes, relishes when we have regret because we will spend so much time thinking about what should have been or could have been which causes us to never move forward. We cannot see the future if we are more devoted or broken for the past. Don't dwell in that broken place. Don't live in that broken place. Don't live a life in regret. The enemy loves it. He relishes in the fact that you are stuck in that place of regret. The number one problem about regret is that we keep rehashing our past that is really encouraged by the devil. All the enemy has to do is plant thoughts in our minds concerning regret and then we are stuck in that place instead of casting those thoughts down. How do you get healed from regret. Identity, the areas where you have frequent regrets, your identity. Who are you? It's time to find out who you are. Find out who God says you are. How have these areas affected your lives, those experiences, those things that you have regret about? How has it affected your life? Are you living a life of doom 
and gloom? Or are you living a life of possibilities? Did your parents have regrets about your birth? If they did, if they did that, you will make that will make you feel like you came into this world as a regret. It will have you actually living your life backwards instead of moving forward. You may even have regrets about being born, even existing. But the Lord says, and I see you, I love you, and I do not regret the day you were formed in your mother's womb. I created you. I have a plan and a purpose for your life. You must look to me to find that purpose. Seek God for your purpose so you can fulfill the purpose and the plans that he has for your life. Jeremiah 29 says, For God knows the plans that he has for us, and they are to prosper us and not to harm us and to give us a future. God has an awesome future in store for you. Thank you, Lord. It's time for you to snap out of it. Do not stay in that place because God is going to work out everything for your good and we must hold on to God's word. That failed relationship, the job loss, the disappointments, the missed opportunity, the broken family relationships, the moves, the no, no matter what it is, who did it or how it happened, God does not waste our pain. He does not. God allows this to happen and he will give you beauty for your ashes. He is inviting us to find the beauty in those broken places. God is going to use that experience for his glory. So if you have been living in this state of mind, it's time for you to move forward. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and cleanse us purify us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1.9 We may have done things before coming into the full knowledge of God. We are now reaping the consequences of our actions. It's time to walk upright and do not allow your past to hold you bondage. Do not allow regret to keep you in that place. If you have confessed it, now you are in the light and the enemy has no authority over you. Jesus is the light and the light shines in the darkness. Make a choice to no longer agree with the spirit of darkness. Face it, acknowledge it, confess it, speak it, Take responsibility for it and expose it. Expose it and let your healing process begin. Philippians 3.13 says, But this one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind in our presence for the more, for the mark of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. 
God has forgiven us the moment we confess it. The moment we have repented of it, whatever the mistake was, whatever money we lost, whatever the pain we experienced, it has been forgiven. God has thrown it into the sea of forgetfulness. All charges have been dropped, but what do we do? We keep going to the ocean, to the river, picking it back up and carrying it. When all we have to do is confess it, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Jesus, press forward, move forward, because God has a plan and a purpose for your life. But he cannot show it to you as long as you are living in that place of regret, that place of anger, that place of unforgiveness. God can't show you your future if you are living in that place. If you are moping around, don't want to go around people or unresponsive in church, you are right where the enemy wants you. And he will use it to his advantage and play with you. Today, make up your mind. Don't let the enemy play with you anymore. Do what you got to do. Do the work. Repent. Go talk to whoever you need to talk to. And no longer live in regret. You may have heard before. Don't give the enemy a foothold. He'll take a mile. Well, how much territory or access have you given him already? Enough is enough. Let's expose it. Let's stop it. It's time to shake yourself and rise up. It's time to kick the devil out and do what God is telling you to do. Now, are you ever guilty of any of these things I have said already? That's God speaking to you right now through me. All right. Let's not live in regret. In the name of Jesus, you pray this prayer. I release possibilities and I release the future over my life. I come against the breakup. I come against that bad relationship. I come against that trauma. I come against those suicidal ideations. I break off the progression of heaviness in the name of Jesus. I remove every scale from my eyes, my mind, my soul that have overtaken me. I step into the future. I remove those and cast them off and break them off in Jesus' name. We all were made to walk in love and we were made to walk in holiness in order for us to do that we must heal the aspects of our past so that we can step into our future when our understanding of love is immature it is usually a sign that there is a breach in our identity the areas we have been wounded Forgiving ourselves and those who have wounded us, we must deal with the shame, regret, and fear. You got to confront those things. 
and move forward. Once we have dealt with those things, we can begin to walk into our authentic self. Our authentic self is who we were created to be. Our strengths, our weaknesses, free from trauma and free from the emotional pain. Are you tired of living in regret on today? Are you tired of the emotional trauma that you have been carrying around for years? We're talking about love. You got to love yourself enough to let it all go. Appreciate yourself enough to let it all go. And always remember, you can become a new you if you expose it. Expose what is eating at you, eating up you on the inside of you. Expose that thing. Expose that devil. Expose what the enemy has done to you. Why? So that you can be free and become a new you. Bye-bye.